Hello, and thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle. I'm your host, Andy Brenton. Each week, you will hear practical and engaging tips and strategies in order to live your absolute best life as a Christian. So let's begin with today's portion of Practical Christian Living. In today's podcast, we're going to set ourselves down in one of the Proverbs, and we're going to expound on that. And that proverb is Proverbs 25 in verse 17. Let your foot rarely be in your neighbor's house, or he will become weary of you and hate you. The truisms found in Proverbs are not always deep moral and spiritual values. In fact, today's verse is such an example of this. This sounds like something that our mothers should have taught us, not heaven. The practical nature of this verse doesn't have a narrow application. It's not just for believers of God. This is simply true across the board. We have an old expression, wear out your welcome. That sounds very similar to this very passage of scripture that we're reading today. Don't wear your neighbor out. Don't be over there all the time. And what you might think is a good thing from your perspective is ruining your relationship. Our verse ends with the neighbor, quote unquote, hating the one who is always over. You know, in many places, especially in urban cities, neighbors wave, but barely know each other. It's almost the opposite of this verse. Busy schedules and lifestyles leave neighbors occasionally talking when they are out working in the yard. This isn't true across the board, but it is in many, many places. People, even those in the same congregation, do not just drop by for a visit anymore because we're too busy. And most likely, you're not even going to find the person home anyway. But I think this passage of Scripture, this proverb, Proverbs 25, verse 17, has a broader application than just always being physically in my neighbor's house. We can wear out our welcome with our family members, with our friends, with our brothers and sisters in many different ways. Let me share with you three of them. Number one, talking too much. Have you ever noticed that some people seem to have their cell phone right next to their head all the time? On the airplane, driving in the car, in the grocery store, some are talking all the time. Is there that much to say? Or could it be that we are telling too much to others? We're just simply not willing to be quiet. Could it be that we have left no space just for the idea of thinking to ourselves? Could it be that we lost the art of meditation? Could it be that we don't just try to solve things ourselves, that we're always asking for other people's opinions? Now, lest someone admonish me, I'm not some anti-cell phone guy. I mean, I use one all the time, but I'm not a chitter-chatter. To be quite honest, I don't like talking on the phone. And what I mean by talking on the phone, I mean just talking to talk, not having any real reason to be talking on the phone. I enjoy the important conversations, even the random conversations that come up, but not a chitter-chatter, not just the talk-to-talk. I mean, I don't mind scrolling through and looking at different articles and and using my phone and being on it, but just to be on the phone, to be on the phone and talk-to-talk, I'm not a chitter-chatter type of guy. And there's a lot of people that are not that way. And so my point is this, get to the point. Get business done and get off. That's my approach. Think of your neighbor. Think of the person that you're talking with. Their time is just as valuable as your time. I wonder if we make some people just weary of us because we keep them on a cell phone indefinitely. 
and we'll want to talk with them and talk with them and talk with them, but they don't have the bone in their body to tell us, listen, I'm done with the conversation. And that's okay. They should be able to tell us that, but we don't let them have a word edgewise. Secondly, we can wear our neighbor out by dominating their time. Long, detailed stories take a while to explain. And we can be blind to how demanding we may seem to be of others. There are some individuals, if you ask them, how are you doing? They will give you a complete medical breakdown of every ache, every pain, every pill, every doctor's visit that they've ever had. And when they are done, I'm usually at a loss of words as to what to say next. Other than, do you need to go to the hospital? Which is the wrong thing to say, of course, because that opens the door to the past 10 hospital visits that they've already had. To be quite frank, I think the poor souls are hungry for attention and are looking for someone just to talk to. Given the chance, they will do just that. But it violates this passage of Scripture of not wearing your neighbor out. And number three, we can wear our neighbor out by asking too many personal questions. Some just want to know the details. They ask for details all the time. They want to know why this and why that. They want the nitty-gritty of every situation. Often they don't want to do anything with that information. They just want to know the information. And so and so here, you're walking into the office at work or you're walking into the church building and Mr. or Mrs. Got to Know greets you with a thousand questions. And the questions can be too personal and can be too revealing. And you feel uneasy to just answer them, but you do anyway because they keep asking. That situation can wear a person out. First, don't be so nosy. Second, do not feel compelled that you have to answer every question. There are just some things and some items that are just not their business. A relationship can be ruined by someone who is always quizzing the other person. And so the drive behind this verse is simply this, to be mindful of the other person. Be aware of how often you are in your neighbor's house or in their space. Be mindful of his spirit if he is getting weary. Be mindful if he is growing tired of you, ruining his world. Be thoughtful, be respectful, be kind. This verse sets the tone for the golden rule that Jesus would deliver in the Sermon on the Mount years later. Treat others as you would want to be treated. No one likes to be worn out by a demanding, needy neighbor. There are some days that we just want to be home with our family and no one else. Jesus got away by himself to pray, and he did so with more than one occasion. And so think about that. When you pick up the cell phone, or you get on Facebook, or you begin to quiz your neighbor, think about that. And so with all that said, I also believe that it's important to note this, and that is being alone and being lonely are not the same thing. Some people can be lonely in a very large crowd. There are individuals who are lonely during worship services when the building is absolutely full. But being alone, that is different. Being alone gives you time to think, time to pray, time to observe, and time to meditate. It's good sometimes to just sit and enjoy the sunset. It's good to sit and turn off the TV, the cell phone, to put the tablet away in another room and just sit. That would be a new experience for many people. That would drive some people crazy, but it could be a very helpful thing to do. Thinking spiritually is always healthy and profitable. Make time for that. Instead of bugging your neighbor, talk to the Lord. Instead of wearing out your welcome, spend some time alone with the Lord. 
It's an interesting passage, to say the least. And I wonder, through the years, how many have changed their ways because of it. I wonder if I will change my ways because of it. Once again, I want to thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle, subscribing to it, and sharing it with those that you love. As always, it is my prayer that God be with you and that you seek Him in all things. Until next time, God bless. Thank you.